If you need a new roof or a repair, Easton Roofing will take care of you. Estimates are always free and suggestions are built on integrity. Visit EastonRoofing.com for more information. Get back to business faster with Easton Roofing. Easton Roofing. Integrity matters. Wow. Made with 100% real spices, Kingsford garlic, onion, and paprika flavor boosters can be added to any pre-lit charcoal to add a whole new, rich, full-bodied flavor and aroma to your spring grilling. Mmm, so good. Look for Kingsford charcoal and Kingsford garlic, onion, and paprika flavor boosters for a mouth-watering flavor experience. Kingsford.com. Hey, it's Shane again, and I'm joined by Evan with Four Seasons RV Big stuff going on up in Abilene. Tell us about the RV show going on out right now, Evan. We are here right now off I-70, short drive to Abilene, Kansas. Over 10,000 square feet of indoor RV and camper fun. We've got over 100 different options on display here for ball parents, for hunters, fishers, outdoor people. No payments for 90 days and new camper floor plans that have never been seen before. It's also free. So if you need some more information, go to their Facebook page or head over to KansasRV.com and make that short drive up to Abilene. They got new and used fifth wheels, compact trailers, travel trailers, and much, much more. Anything you need, check them out. Four Seasons RV, where the fun begins. Hey, ESPN Wichita fans, let's live Groundhog Day over and over again. No, but really, meet us at Twin Peaks East starting at noon this Friday, 21st in Rock. We're back at the Lodge with the Shane Dennis Show and the Pulse with Pat Strothman rolling from noon to 4 this Friday, Twin Peaks East. Come enjoy their scratch-made food, 29-degree drafts, and we got you covered with some swag to go along with the scenic views. Friday, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. See you there. I'm Christine Lisi. After three years as Cowboys defensive coordinator, Dan Quinn's been hired as the head coach of the Commanders, a team coming off a 4-13 season, hasn't won a playoff game in 18 years. Job one for Quinn involves the most important position in the sport, explains ESPN NFL analyst Mina Kimes. The most important job he has, the most important thing when it pertains to the Commanders this season is nailing that quarterback pick at number two and then building an offense around that quarterback, nurturing him, facilitating. Commanders, nine picks this year, $70 million in salary cap space. Dallas plans to interview former Washington coach Ron Rivera for its D.C. job. NBA, Lakers ruled out LeBron James and Anthony Davis tonight against the Celtics. 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, both have nagging injuries. 76ers center Joel Embiid left knee injury out in Utah tonight. Seven-time world champion Lewis Hamilton, who has the most F1 wins in history, leaving Mercedes to join Ferrari in 2025. Free agent Skylar Diggins-Smith signing with the Seattle Storm, missed all of last season on maternity leave. Hey, it's your resident Super Bowl champ, Chris Carey. Coming on Friday, I'll tell you the quarterback that no one is talking about that's going into next year on the hot seat. It's Unsportsmanlike, 6 a.m. Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and ESPNU. You're listening to The Pulse with Pat Strothman on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Small town, big dreams, and a young boy the age of 15 had a premonition his city would get seen. Now I'm winning, get sheen in the city of the home of our 
What's up, Wichita? Good Thursday afternoon to you all. Hope you're having a fantastic day. It is beautiful outside. It's one of those days where I wish we could open up the row of windows here at the studio and just take it all in. It is that nice out there. And we appreciate you for coming to us and listening to us here today. Maybe you're out and about basking in the sun. And if you are and still listening to us, we really do appreciate it. Have a good show lineup for you all. It is The Pulse on Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. In addition to the radio dial, you can stream us. ESPNWichita.com is the main area to go to. There is a Listen Live link on there. Make sure to click it. And make sure to go and check out some other stuff on the website. We have our high school game of the week schedule up there. It's the Battle of the Mazes tomorrow, Maze and May South. We'll have it right here on ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, courtesy of Chance Lebo. We also have a podcast page on there, so if you want to go and venture to other shows and older shows, you can. You can check out the Shane Dennis Show, the Border Patrol, this show, the program with Saran Petro. All the content is right there at your fingertips on ESPNWitchDot.com, in addition to Spotify and Apple Music. We also have the TuneIn app, so if you want to stream us that way, download the app, very simple. And if you are at home, in the basement, wherever you have a smart speaker, those smart speakers come in handy. Not only can you ask that smart speaker to tell you the joke, but the smart speaker can also tune us in. Tell it to tune into ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, or KKGQ. I'm Pat Strothman. Jack Johnson is producing. The number to call is 316-669-4996. Yes, that is the same old number, the same old hotline. So if you want to dial us up, feel free, 316-669-4996. You might need that number today if you want to get in the grand prize drawing for a Kansas City Chiefs by Light Neon Sign. If you want to make your football cave stand out, then listen to the Shane Dennis Show, this program, for your chance to be entered to win a Kansas City Chiefs Bud Light Neon sign. Pay close attention, and when you hear the Travis Kelsey sounder, be the third caller to be registered to win. It's brought to you by Bud Light, easy to Sunday, easy to enjoy. Bud Light is the official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. Must be 21 years or older to officially enter. Again, the number, 316-669-4996. And we do have one more pair of tickets to see Wichita State and UTSA. I know yesterday I said it was the final one. Magically, some tickets just appeared out of nowhere. So if you want to go catch the Shocks in the UTSA Roadrunners on Wednesday, February 7th at 6.30 inside Coke Arena, we got you covered all you have to do is just be ready to dial 316-669-4996. In addition to the hotline number, if you don't want to voice your opinion or can't and you prefer to text your thoughts, hey, we have you 
hooked up there as well. 316-247-0923. That is 247-0923. If you have any thoughts on KUK State, Wichita State, Chiefs, NFL, whatever, whatever is weighing on your mind and you want to get it off your chest, feel free to text 316-247-0923. We also have social media. Like and follow all of our social media pages. We have digital content on Facebook, on Twitter slash X, on Instagram. Go and like and follow those pages. We certainly appreciate you for doing so. And if you've already done it already and have been part of our contest, you already know the deal. We'd like to give stuff away. So if you want to be part of giveaways, be ready and make sure to stay in the loop on social media. Here on the program today, coming up in a little bit, we have Rising and Falling, brought to you by Vantage Point Financial Group. Had to move it up to hour number one today because Brian Haney, we had to shift him to hour number two, and that's because of another Bill Self press conference. I feel like that's been the theme for Brian Haney these last couple of weeks, and that's fine. We have to be able to adjust on the fly. It is live radio, so we'll have Brian in hour number two at 325 to talk about Kansas basketball and Kansas football as well. At 245, Jack Johnson will have the ability to ask three questions, so we'll see what's on his brain the three burning questions that he has on a three-question Thursday. Hour number two begins with Andy Reid audio. He's presented to you by Schofield Honda and Sticks 96 Golf. The Kansas City Chiefs have a long ways to go before they actually play in Super Bowl 58. It's going to be here before you know it. And speaking of Super Bowl 58, I will be out there in Vegas all of next week. Lots of guests already being booked and some guests that you might be interested in, in addition to our Kansas City Chiefs coverage, last year we were able to talk to 10 to 15 Chiefs just one-on-one. I expect the same type of access this year, but it is in Vegas, so that might change a few things. Our Road to the Super Bowl coverage is presented to you by Davis Liquor Outlet. Neighborhood locations with superstore prices. Find a location at Davis Liquor Outlet. Dot com. After Brian Haney, we'll have Terry Franz with Cars for Heroes. Brought to you by Super Pools. That is what we have in store for you. It is the first day of February here in 2024. Thank you so much for tuning in on this wonderful Thursday afternoon. Thank you so much for making us Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Tristan asks, you going to get Joe or Jerry? What do you mean by that? Do you think I'm going to get Jerry Jones? Is that what you think? I don't know if I'll be able to get Jerry Jones or not one-on-one. <laughs> that would be quite the get. Oh, oh, Jerry Rice. Oh, oh, okay. I'll do the best I can, Niner fan. I'll see what I can come up with. Jerry Rice or Joe Montana, that would be Kind of a cool get, but they also have to be there in person. I'm trying to think of who was there the last couple of years that would have been representing San Francisco in some sort of way, and I'm drawing a blank 
on if I ran into any former 49ers. I don't think I did. But, hey, if they're there, I'll try. I know that for sure. <laughs> we definitely try when we go to Super Bowl Radio Roads. The tough part is you have to get with handlers on a Tuesday to schedule an interview for a Friday or a Thursday. So it becomes a little bit of a challenge. Thanks for the belief there, Tristan. Like I said, I'll do the best I can. If there's any former Niners walking around, I'll I'll try to get a a one-on-one with those people. It should be fun next week, though. We're very much looking forward to it. Well, next week, we'll do the best we can to cover KU basketball, K-State basketball, and all that stuff here on the show. It'll be very difficult because of the amount of content that we are going to have. We are going to have an absurd amount of content, lots of interviews from Vegas, so we'll do the best we can when it comes to college basketball coverage for next week. But that's what we're going to kick off the show with here right now because of what took place last night down in Tulsa. The Wichita State Shockers, they were in action. They were on the road, and boy, that first half looked pretty darn good. Wichita State really dominated the first 20 minutes on the road in a rivalry game against the Tulsa Golden Hurricane Shockers led by as many as 15 in the first 20 minutes. But the end of the first half ended up being pretty big for Tulsa. Gave them, I don't know, a little bit of positive juju going into the locker room. And then they were able to close the game on a 15-2 run over the final three minutes in 54 seconds. Wichita State did not shoot the ball well in half number two from beyond the arc. Shockers did quite well in the first half. They were... 5 for 12 from beyond the arc. So that was good in half number one. But in the second half, shots simply put, they were just not falling for the Wichita State Shockers. But you you saw maybe, you could argue, that was their best half of basketball so far under Paul Mills in his first year as the head coach of the Wichita, Wichita State Shockers. They were able to dominate in the paints, they got some good looks in the first half, hung onto the ball somewhat well in half number one. But in the second half, everything just changed. The Shockers couldn't hit from beyond the arc. Tulsa was able to get something going. And that's been a recurring theme for this Wichita State team. The, the second halves have just been brutal this year for Wichita State. You look at games against FAU, against Memphis. They were able to keep up with their opponents. And, and two teams that are regarded as the top two teams in the American Athletic Conference, they were able to be right there with them by the time they got to the halftime break. But in the second half, things just seemed to fall apart for Wichita State, which is, again, Taylor Eldridge and I were talking about this earlier this week in the game on Sunday against SMU, it seemed like, that was a 40-minute performance, and Taylor was like, no, nah, I don't think it was 40. It was close to 40. It was maybe 36 minutes, maybe 37 minutes, but it wasn't a full 40 minutes. And that has been uh, really the M.O. for Wichita State all throughout this year. Shockers do well in a half or well in a stretch. They just can't seem to put together a full 40-minute performance. And there goes an 11-point lead at half, and they get – up end in the second half, 
And the Shockers, now, after losing that one, you felt pretty good. Like, hey, you get that win at Tulsa, and now you feel like you're you're back in rhythm after taking out an SMU, a pretty good SMU team, might I add. Now you have all the confidence going into the game against a Memphis Tigers team that hasn't exactly looked all that great as of late. And the best part about this game for the Shockers was it wasn't just Colby Rogers who was the main scorer. They had incredible balance last night. They had five guys in double figures, and normally when that happens, you're probably going to get the the win. If you're going to have 28 points coming off your bench, surely that's going to be enough for Wichita State to get the victory. Colby Rogers was 307 from beyond the arc. Now he had the foul out in the game, still played 36 minutes. He only had one turnover, though. You had Harlan Beverly, who's been suffering from the turnover bug as of late, 6 of 17 from the field and only 12 points to show for it. I don't think you want to see that stat line. But five assists, six rebounds. Dalen Original played 16 minutes and scored 11. You have Quincy Ballard, who scores four points, grabs seven rebounds in 16 minutes of work. Him and Kenny Poto, they weren't even when it came to minutes, but they continued to kind of swap each other out. They don't really play on the floor together all that much. And Xavier Bell had a 5 of 9 for the field performance in which he scored 10 points, pulled down 4 rebounds, and able to log an assist as well. Shockers had 11 assists on 30 makes, which I think we're still wanting that number to go up a little bit more. And that's the thing in the second half that really stood out to me. First half, and I was talking to someone about this earlier today, and they were bringing up their frustration and said, well, in that second half, it seemed like there were no sets being ran. Now, I think we all just get in that that mood of, well, there was no set plays, anything like that. But I do believe that it seemed like there was a little bit more one-on-one action there in half number two compared to half number one, in which looked like Wichita State was able to share the ball a little bit. They got good looks. They, they made good decisions. That's why they shot 58% from the field in the first half. It's just that in half number two, you do got to give a little bit of credit to, to Tulsa for locking up. That's what the Golden Hurricane did. They had to get some defensive stops, and they did. But the Shockers, I felt like they went away from what was truly successful in the first half and that loss to Tulsa. And another thing to bring up, too, and I'm not the, the guy here to, to sit here and say that look at the free throws – it was one-sided, but man, Tulsa with 24 free throw attempts compared to just three of Wichita State. And that might have something to do with Wichita State's game playing as well. When you dominate in the paint, that can be viewed in a couple different ways. When you score 48 points in the paint, does it come on runners? Does it come on hook shots around the rim? What does it come off of? And I feel like Wichita State in the first half – they attempted 12 three-point attempts. Half number two, they only shot nine. So they try to get around the rim. Sometimes things just don't get called and, and kind of bounce your way. Or maybe you're doing a, a little dribble-dribble, then you pull up from eight feet, and some people are, are going to be looking at that going, well, what's up with that shot selection? So the Tulsa Golden Hurricane, they had a 24-3 to edge at the foul line. 
It's not as egregious as Purdue and Northwestern last night, which I believe, what was that, 49-8, to 41-8, 42-8, something like that, pretty absurd. But Tulsa also made three-pointers, and that helps. When you're trying to rally, when you're down by 15 points, when you're down by 11 at halftime, if you can start hitting from beyond the arc, that's going to change some things, and that's what happened with Tulsa. The Golden Hurricane, they made 11 threes in total. They had six in the second half. They were 43% for deep. Half of their field goal makes came from beyond the arc. You know, when you go one of nine from deep and the other team goes six of 14, there's a little bit of a, of a difference there, 15 points to be exact. And then when you lose the free throw battle, that's when you really, really look at things and see that you are really at a disadvantage. So, Shockers out-rebounded Tulsa, and Wichita State, turnover-wise, only had 11, which that's an improvement compared to what we've seen before. But it was Tulsa getting the victory last night. Golden Hurricane get 23 points for P.J. Haggerty, who is a fun player to watch. He was a perfect 14 of 14 from the charity stripe. Kobe Williams scored 21. This Tulsa team is way different than what we saw from last year. And I go back to what Taylor said, if you only get five wins, you don't want 96% of your production coming back from that team. You want to reload, and Tulsa certainly did under Eric Conkle. So that is another game that is going to sting for Wichita State. Shockers are not going to sit there and look at moral victories. I know the, the Shocker faithful getting a little bit uneasy after that type of loss, looking at a record that's 9-12, and looking at a conference mark of 1-7, and and that 1-7 and record very well could balloon to 9 losses, maybe 10 losses in conference play after the next three games. A road test at Memphis, then at home to take on UTSA, and then at home to take on FAU. So... We'll see. I know what I expected this year going into this thing with a bunch of new faces, no real true point guard. You knew that there was going to be some some trouble. It would be a little bit of a roller coaster ride. And if you're Paul Mills, you're still plugging away, but I just look back at what they've done. They were close. In numerous games, they've had good first halves. But that second half, that's got to be the thing that has to be corrected. Because until this team can truly put forward a 35- to 40-minute effort, these types of events are going to continue to happen here this year. Felt like they needed that one last night. They for sure needed the game on Sunday against SMU. But last night, man, you get that one, went back-to-back, you take on a Memphis team that's slumping, you feel like you got a shot. And I'm sure they're still in that locker room feeling like they have a shot. But another tough one to swallow for the Wichita State Shockers. Now along the same lines, too, on the same nights, Wichita State women's basketball losing on a buzzer beater. So kind of a tough night for Wichita State. But let's see how the Shockers respond when they go to Memphis, Tennessee, to take on the Memphis Tigers. 316-247-0923. That is 
the text line. So if you would like to use that text line, feel free. Send us a message. Give us your thoughts on Wichita State or whatever else might be on your brain. Hour number two, we have Brian Haney, voice of the Kansas Jayhawks. We'll also have Andy Reid audio and Terry France with Cars for Heroes. When we come back, Pete Anderson is making his way in here in the studio. We'll do rising and falling. We'll take a look at who had a good week, who had a bad week, who's trending in the right direction, or who is tumbling at this moment. We'll get into all of that next right here on The Pulse. You're tuned into The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Basketball fans, get ready. Sunrise Christian Academy, Visit Wichita, and the Wichita Sports Commission proudly present the second annual Air Capital Hoop Fest, February 15th and 16th at the Garvey Center on the Friends University campus. Brace yourselves for a showdown of epic proportions as four of the nation's top high school basketball teams face off. Teams in action include Sunrise Christian Academy, a local favorite, Link Academy from Missouri, Veritas Academy from California, and Wasatch Academy from Utah. Get your tickets today at visitwichita.com slash get-tickets. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, you're in the red zone for every college rivalry and divisional matchup all season long. On game day, you never have to decide which teams to watch. Only what combination of bites, burgers, wings, and more to order. Plus, where else are your favorite draft beers always poured at a frozen 29 degrees? Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Stick around after the sun sets. Twin Peaks is open really late. Wind down with bourbon and late night bites. Only at Twin Peaks. Natalia, solid dismount, but that little pause is a deduction. Top tumblers hope to stick the landing with Coach Jasmine. That aerial sequence still needs work. She needs more certified athletic trainers to find her balance. Focus. I'm going to need you for the all around. Wait, who's spotting the vaults? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. I tend to second-guess dinners with friends because they're often interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon Pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall. If you're allergic to pork or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints. Call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit Creon.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Follow the Shockers on Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Our guys were great. Buy-in, the character, the effectiveness of, of your culture in that locker room. Everybody can have an effective culture, buy-in, great character when it goes well. But I'm telling you, they didn't waver at all. The guys did a phenomenal job. Glad we came out on the right side. Your home for the best Wichita State basketball coverage all season long is right here on ESPN Wichita.
Welcome back. It's the Pulse on Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Jack Johnson producing. I'm Pat Strothman. It is now time for our Rising and Falling, brought to you by Vantage Point Financial Group, putting together your financial goals and plans on your own. It can often become overwhelming. Let Pete Anderson help you with that. Working with Pete can help put the pieces in place so you can meet your goals and plans for the future. Find him online at vpfgroup.com or you can visit him in person at 12219 East Central Avenue, Suite 201 in Wichita. We're finally back in studio after a brief little, I guess, trip for me over the Kansas City. So glad to see you and here we are getting ready for another Super Bowl, P. Anderson. That's kind of cool. Super excited about the Super Bowl. The Chiefs pulled it off once again. Somehow, some way. Fourth Super Bowl in the last five years. Pretty crazy. And, you know, this segment's going to be a little bit different next week because I'll be in Vegas, so we're going to have to map that out. But regardless, it should be a lot of fun. I'm sure we can find a way to get the job done with technology and all that wonderful stuff. All right, for those that don't know, just like the stock markets in the sports world, sometimes you're on the way up, sometimes you're on the way down, and that is what we're focusing on here today. Who's rising? Who's falling? We always start with the Sunflower State schools. Usually it's a player. Sometimes it's a coach. Sometimes it's a specific area. So Pete Anderson, who is on the rise in the Sunflower State? I'm going to go with K.J. Adams. Uh, forward for KU. He was 7-7 seven seven from the field versus Oklahoma State, six assists. He's consistent. He's efficient. He does a little bit of everything, but I don't think he always gets the credit he deserves. Uh, he's the type of player other players have to absolutely love just playing with. I like KG Adams quite a bit. Jack Johnson, your riser from the Sunflower State. I thought Ronnie DeGray was great for Wichita State in their win against SMU coming off the bench. In only 19 minutes, was 5 of 7 from the floor, 11 points, 5 boards, only one turnover as well. So good production for DeGray off the bench. I like that. That's a good pick there. Well, look, KU against Oklahoma State, maybe you should give it up to the bench of Kansas, maybe on the way up. Now, I say that because. Well, you never know how long this is going to last. Marco Jackson scoring 10. Nicholas Timberlake scoring 7. Jamari McDowell had 6. KU had 18 bench points. That seems like a lot for the Kansas Jayhawks in that win over Oklahoma State. So I'll give it up to the bench, and that's without Kevin McCuller Jr. in that win over the Cowboys. Jack Johnson, who's falling in the Sunflower State? I'm going to go with Will McNair of Kansas State. Logged a season-low 10 minutes in the 20-point loss to Oklahoma. And in the postgame, uh, they asked why Will McNair didn't get many minutes. And Jerome Tang simply said, I didn't think he was locked in enough, but of course took a, the blame for the loss. But if K-State is to make a NCAA tournament runner get in this year, uh, the front court's got to be given more than it is right now. Will McNair, Will McNair is a big reason of that. I think that's a safe pick. I'm just going to say K-State basketball just in general. When you lose three in a row, now you lose two really good teams in, in Houston and Iowa State, both on the road. You lose to an Oklahoma team that was ranked going into that game against the K-State Wildcats, but it wasn't that long ago when K-State's sitting there atop the Big 12 standings, and since then they've been humbled a little bit. And Jerome Tang, as well, we saw what happened the previous two games against Iowa State and Against Houston, he came out, said some stuff, and get made the news. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, and then against the Oklahoma Sooners, he took the, the all the blame. He, he took it 
saying that this one's on me. So K-State, just K-State basketball in general on the way down. P. Anderson. Yeah, I'm going to triple down on K-State here. I'm going to go with their bench, though. The, uh, the losses to the roster that they've had this season, the lack of production from the bench has left zero wiggle room for this team. Uh, if one of their three big scorers is off, they simply don't have enough firepower to win in the Big 12. Yeah, well, I think that could be said about some other teams as well in the Big 12. All right, let's keep it with college basketball, a college basketball team that is on the rise, B. Anderson. I'm going to go with Alabama. Uh, the Tide started the year slow, but they're currently atop the SEC. They play fast. They have a whole bunch of shot makers. Four guys in their rotation shoot over 40% from three, uh, and they're just a really fun team to watch. Jack Johnson. I'm going to go with South Carolina, who all of a sudden is 18-3 and three on the year. Yeah. And in the last week, rattled off wins against top 10 teams. Kentucky at home beat them by 17. And then on Tuesday, beat Tennessee in Knoxville, which Tennessee has been just a tough out for everybody this year. Beat them by four, held them under 60 points in that game. When we could be looking at a South Carolina team that might be a top four seed in the NCAA tournament. I'm going to go with Houston. I know that's Jack's favorite team, but seeing what they've been able to do, getting their the most recent win uh, this Houston team after losing back-to-back a Big 12 play at Iowa State and at TCU by a combined five points. They have seemed to have found their rhythm, and we all know what is coming up on Saturday against the Kansas Jayhawks inside Allen Fieldhouse. Jack Johnson, a college basketball team that is falling. Well, I used to think that uh, KU had the worst loss of any team this year against West Virginia on the road, but on Tuesday night, how about this North Carolina number 3 team in the land lost to Georgia Tech in the final second, 74-73, to likely looking ahead to their Saturday matchup against Duke. But this was a North Carolina team that looked pretty much unbeatable for the most part of the year, and now I think we can just settle into the fact that I don't know if there really is a true number one in college basketball other than UConn. I mean, everybody else has had that bad loss and add North Carolina to that list. I thought that Oklahoma State was already at an all-time low, but look, Mike Boynton, I don't know how much longer he's going to be there at that school. I don't know what they do in the regular season. Maybe they don't do anything at all in the regular season. But all i got to say is, though, to witness a pair of walk-ons complete an alley-oop against you, and you have walk-ons checking in before the final media timeout in the game, you're in some trouble. That is rock bottom for Oklahoma State and for Mike Boynton. I thought the, the team was already at the bottom. Nope. It only got worse against the Kansas Jayhawks on Tuesday night. Pete Anderson, a college basketball team at Small. I'm going to go with Tennessee. Uh, they're currently in the top ten, but they just don't look like a top ten team to me. They have some nice players, and but I, I just don't see a potential Elite Eight, Final Four type team at all. And that, that loss at home to South Carolina seems to support that. All right, on to college basketball individuals, college basketball player that's rising, P. Anderson. Jamal Shedd of Houston. Absolutely love how this guy plays. He's tough. He's a great leader. And he brings whatever Houston needs on, on any given night to win. Just really impressive. Jack Johnson. I'm going to go with a, a very small school player from the University of Denver, Tommy Bruner, right now leading the nation in scoring 26 26- <laughs> Point one points a game. Get this stat line right here on January 25th against South Dakota. 46 minutes, 49 points, 15 of 34 from the floor. Eight assists also in that game, and he right now is the number one scorer in college basketball. 
You took my player. I was going to say, I just got done looking at the stats. I'm like, we need to talk about this small school kid set to take on the ruse of Kansas City here before too long. The guy has been simply incredible. And if you go a little bit deeper, this is his fifth year in college basketball. You go back uh, three years ago, only played in 13 games. He only averaged eight points per game. Now here he is leading the nation in scoring. And, yeah, South Dakota, I actually know the the voice of, of South Dakota. And when I saw that stat line in double OT, I sent him a text. I'm like, have you ever seen 49 points in a game? He goes, dude was absurd. Uh, good pick there, Jack Johnson. Good stuff. All right, then. Are we on to the faller? The faller now. All right, then. P. Anderson, what you got? I'm going with Mike Boynton also. Uh, his days at Oklahoma State are absolutely numbered. The team's a mess. The excuse seems to be that they have the youngest team. Uh, but in the day and age of the transfer portal, I think that's more an, an indictment on poor coaching and roster construction. Uh, you can go out and recruit lots of older guys every year. Uh, so Oklahoma State, you're going to be looking for a new coach soon. Jack Johnson. Going with Joe Toussaint of uh, Texas Tech, the transfer from West Virginia. I believe I could say their best player, of course. Pop Isaacs is another guy in the running for that. But he's really struggled ever since that win against Kansas State. Only nine against Houston, was one of ten against BYU. Did have 14 against Oklahoma, but in their loss to TCU on the road, only took three shots from the floor, which just simply can't happen uh, for a guy as good as Toussaint. I'll stick with Ronnie Terry. I'll just keep riding him. Poor Ronnie Terry and the Texas Longhorns losing to the Houston Cougars on Big Monday. Texas now 3-5 and five in the Big 12. Does Texas miss the NCAA tournament? Just bring that up. We talked about how many losses it will take, potentially could take, in order to win a Big 12 championship in the regular season. We thought six would be the number. Texas already at five, eight games in. That is not good for Ronnie Terry. Maybe the honeymoon stage is already over down there at the University of Texas. This is Rising and Falling, brought to you by Advantage Point Financial Group. We do it every week right here on the Pulse. I guess we could dive into the National Football League, but let's be real. We're running out of real estate here because, well, we only saw a couple games this past weekend. But I guess we could pick some guys that are on the way up. And maybe if you want to go ahead and take a look around the NFL and go with Jim Harbaugh, the Chargers, you can be creative with it as well. Let's start with individuals on the way up in the National Football League. Pete Anderson. Going to go with Patrick Mahomes. I saw a while back a, a media member picked Mahomes as the seventh best quarterback in the playoffs Who did this that? season. Jason it was, it was some fo- Yeah. What a fool. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah, uh, just three weeks later, Mahomes has now played almost perfect throughout the playoffs. The Chiefs are in the Super Bowl again, and he's done this with what is easily the worst collection of receivers that he's had in his career. I don't, I don't know how anyone could ever doubt him. Well, <laughs> I think, I think Chiefs fans have a lot of doubt in the regular season, that's for sure. Jack Johnson, who you guys are riser in the NFL? I'll, I'll stick with quarterbacks here. And even though the stat line wasn't unbelievable, I have to say Brock Purdy because, you know, Brock Purdy, even though you could call him a system quarterback and he's really only good because of Kyle Shanahan, listen, the Niners had to come from behind twice in the playoffs to get to where they are. And you don't do that with a well below average quarterback. I mean, he is Mr. Irrelevant. 
Not many guys have ever been in his spot. If I don't think that's even happened in the NFL, to be honest with you. You know, Mr. Irrelevant taking a team now to the Super Bowl in his second year. In his first year, they get to the NFC Championship game, and he gets hurt in that spot. So he very well could have been in back-to-back Super Bowls to begin his NFL career. And even though the stat line wasn't as impressive as everybody else's on the weekend, he's a winning quarterback, and at a very young age, he's already in the Super Bowl. Well, give me Steve Spagnuolo. What he was able to do on Sunday against Baltimore without Willie Gay, with Charles Amini, he was suffering a torn ACL there in the first half after making a big play on Lamar Jackson. Steve Spagnuolo just continues to be, if you want to talk about MVPs this year for the Chiefs, I don't think you could pick a player. I think you might want to just pick Steve Spagnuolo because he has been dialed in from the get-go, only holding the Ravens to 10 points. And let's be real, it could have been a shutout there by that Kansas City Chiefs defense if it wasn't for a couple of big plays. So Steve Spagnuolo, to me, is a guy that is on the rise in the National Football League. Jack Johnson in the NFL, who's falling? Got to be Lamar Jackson, unfortunately. I mean, this is the two-time MVP winner, but once again, he can't play his best football when it matters most. And, you know, everybody in the world, except for Chiefs fans, of course, were pulling for Lamar uh, to stop the villain, to uh, kill the the Taylor Swift curse and everything that had been placed on the NFL, and he fell short. Let's all be honest. You can complain about officials all you want to or Zay Flowers' fumble, Lamar Jackson simply wasn't good enough in this game, and that's why he's going to be watching the Super Bowl from his couch yet again. I agree with you. And double down on that, Jack Johnson, in the 2018 NFL Draft, five quarterbacks were selected in the first round. Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson, Josh Rosen, Josh Allen, and the fifth quarterback and the first one to make it to the Super Bowl, even though he's not a starter, Sam Darnold out of that group there you go. is playing in a Super Bowl before Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield, and Josh Allen. Let that sink in for a little bit. Pete Anderson, NFL player that's falling. Yeah, I, I thought about going with Lamar also, uh, but but I'm actually going to switch up. and I, I don't think I'm going to go with anyone this week that's falling. And the reason why you make the championship game, uh, it's really <laughs> hard to say that you're falling. No, no one would say that the runner-up for best picture of the year had a terrible year. Uh, and I, I think that's really true. All of these games were so close and, and really hard fought and could have gone either way. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to go with no one. Positive Pete here today. Positive Pete. So what do we do for the NFL teams then? Do we say anything about who's on the way up or on the way down? Who's rising in the NFL then, Pete Anderson? Uh, I, I'm going to go with the Chargers. I, I think the hire of Harbaugh is a great hire. He's got lots of connections, and basically anything is going to make that team better. Jack Johnson? I'm going to go with the Falcons. I think they've made a lot of great coaching hires. It takes a, a very confident organization to pass on Bill Belichick after a second interview. And it's clear that they didn't want to give all the power over to him, and we'll see what Atlanta looks like and if they regret making that decision. But I like how they got younger on the coaching staff. I like the assistance they've brought in. Now it's about getting a quarterback, and then you can go out there and compete in the NFC South. Yeah, I'm. you, know, you bring up Jim Harbaugh, and I don't think that's a bad move for the Chargers. Everyone just thinks that their roster is the greatest thing in the world, though, and I still just question that because there are we've been, we've been hearing that for a long time, but they got way more issues coming up now that Justin Herbert's got a big contract, so we'll see how that goes. But I'm going to go with Las Vegas here. I, I really like Antonio Pierce. I think he is exactly what Las Vegas needs. He's a no-nonsense type of guy. The players seem to really rally for him, 
if they can get some good pieces there in Las Vegas, I'll be curious to see if they can turn things around. You bring up bring up Jim Harbaugh, bring up Antonio Pierce. You, you look at the AFC West, and maybe it is going to get tougher in the future. I don't know. We shall see. But I think the Raiders, though, which is weird to say because, let's be real, the Chiefs are playing in their stadium for a Lombardi trophy. So that would have to feel pretty bad as a Raiders fan. But I do think Antonio Pierce is the right fit as the head coach. NFL team that is falling, Jack Johnson. How about let's just go with 30 NFL teams that aren't the Chiefs or the Niners because this is the worst possible matchup you could have imagined uh, in the NFL playoffs. Nobody wanted to see the Chiefs and the Niners get there. These are two of the most villainous teams in the NFL, and they had two of these underdogs. I'm not going to call Baltimore an underdog, but, you know, America's favorite right there going up against Kansas City. And then Detroit was America's team, everybody's favorite underdog, and yet both of those teams fall short of getting the Super Bowl, and 30 other NFL fan bases are left with seeing two villains go head-to-head in the Super Bowl for the second time in the last five years. Uh, I think it's just you know gut-wrenching for the NFL or 30 other teams in the NFL, and you know what? I gladly welcome it. I stomp on the hearts of all those fans that are crushed <laughs> about it, and you know what? You're going to like it. You're going to watch it because these teams are inevitable. That is Jack Johnson to a T-boy. If there was ever a Jack Johnson line, there you go. I love stomping on the hearts of everyone, of all the NFL fans. I'm, I'm just going to throw out the Lions there because of what Dan Campbell refused to do in a big moment. And I hope that's a humbling moment for Dan Campbell. I like him. I really think he's a good coach, and he's exactly what Detroit really wants. But, man, you roll the dice like that this year. Are you going to have the same luck Next season, you can go from, hey, this guy's going for fourth down, really cool, to all of a sudden being Brandon Staley 2.0 or Brandon Staley juked up after taking steroids. That is the danger of the Lions moving forward. So that would be my team that is falling. Pete Anderson, no one falling in the NFL? No, no. Okay. The Washington Commanders. Oh, he does have one. Okay. Yeah. They – uh <laughs> They were turned down by Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator of the Lions, um, when they offered him the head coaching job. It's extremely strange to see a guy choose to stay a coordinator in the NFL for a different team rather than taking your head coaching job. And I think that's just a sign of where the commanders are at. All right, last one. We always do a wild card. It could be anything. could be rising, could be falling. Your choice. Pete Anderson, kick it off. I'm going to go rising in the Bishop Carroll girls basketball team. Got to see them play in the Newton tournament, which they won, uh, beating several good teams. Really outstanding team. A lot of height, move the ball really well, and uh, really play as a team. Very impressed with them. Jack Johnson. Uh, I know both of you have not heard of the Mississippi Valley State Devils, the Delta Devils, that They're is. They're the this Delta year. Devils, yeah. The Delta uh-huh. Devils. They are the only winless team in college basketball. <laughs> they are 0-21 this year, 0-17 on the road, 0-8 in conference. Of course, in the Southwestern Athletics, somebody's got to go to the NCAA tournament from this, this uh, conference. Last year, I believe it was Texas Southern with a losing record. Well, right now, Southern is the only team in the conference with a winning record, and they're 11-9. But the Delta Devils, uh, 0-21, pretty uh Awful record. Do you know? Around. Do you know how many points per game they're averaging, or what the score differential uh, is? They have a negative twenty-eight point differential. Ugh. They have allowed over seventeen hundred points, which is the most in the league, and yeah. they have, of course, scored a league low one thousand one hundred and three points. Well, go Delta Devils. <laughs> that's a good one, Jack. And I'm assuming that's falling. 
<laughs> I'm assuming that's some, some would rising. say that might be falling. <laughs> the only the only way they can go is up. <laughs> that, that's true. That's right. You know, maybe that is their rock bottom. Who knows? All right, my last one here, and then we'll uh, officially break. K State women's basketball up to number two in the country. The fact that they are right there, so close to being the number one overall team in in women's basketball. That's uh, that's pretty sweet. That's pretty cool. Go fighting Jeff Middies and they're. They just continue to show their character and how tough that they truly are. So I'll go with the K-State women's basketball team as a team that is on the way up. Pete Anderson, for those that are listening, if they want to get a hold of you and want to start planning some things, how do they do that? Best ways to shoot me a text, 316-333-7530. Beautiful. All right, Pete, thanks for stopping by. We'll see what happens next week in Vegas. I mean, unless you want to come with, I mean, surely you can, you know, fly out there. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's Rising and Falling brought to you by Vantage Point Financial Group. Putting together your financial goals and plans on your own, it can often become overwhelming. Let Pete help you with that. Working with Pete can help put the pieces in place so you can meet your goals and plans for the future. Find him online at vpfgroup.com or you can visit him in person at 12219 East Central Avenue, Suite 201 in Wichita. When we return, more of The Pulse right here on ESPN Wichita. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Osaic Wealth Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Osaic Wealth is separately owned and other entities in our marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of Osaic Wealth. The heartbeat of Wichita sports fans. The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Join us at Rock and Bruce Casino Bremen Fridays and Saturdays in February for your chance to win big. 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. every 30 minutes, two lucky guests will be drawn for $250 free play on Fridays and $350 free play on Saturdays. If one of those winners isn't present to win, you win both prizes up to $700 in free play. Only at Rock and Bruce Casino Bremen, I-35, exit 231. 2023 is gone, but you can still save on your income taxes by contributing to an IRA before the April 15th deadline. Let me, Pete Anderson, investment advisor representative at Vantage Point Financial Group help. I'll get your IRA set up and your contribution in on time. Find me online at vpfgroup.com or by text 316-333-7530. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Osaic Wealth Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Osaic Wealth is separately owned and other entities in our marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of Osaic well, Thursday on the NBA on ESPN Radio. Good, Boston takes the lead. Jason Tatum on a three. One of the NBA's fiercest rivalries opens another chapter. James pulls for Curry range and hits it. LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers storm into TD Garden to face Jason Tatum and the Boston Celtics. The Lakers at the Celtics. Home of the NBA. Locally owned, locally operated. Wichita's sports leader, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. How long does it take to tackle a home project? With Angie, you could cross it off your list before this ad is over. Just tell us what you need. Indoor or outdoor, repair or redesign, and we handle the rest. Sending a top pro to get it done. You don't have to lift a finger, except to tap the screen or click the mouse. Plus, Angie is free to use. So bring us your next home project and we'll bring it home. Download the app or go to Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot to get started. Paid for by Bar Justice. Attention. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months? 
The FDA has warned that Zantac and other medications containing heartburn drug, ranitidine, may be contaminated with cancer-causing agent NDMA. Zantac may be linked to these cancers, bladder, colorectal, esophageal, intestinal, kidney, liver, ovarian, pancreatic, stomach, testicular, and uterine. If you or a loved one have been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months, call now. 800-516-9931. Never stop taking medication without first consulting a physician. Call right now for a free consultation. You may be owed significant compensation. Call 800-516-9931. 800-516-9931. That's 800-516-9931. 800-516-9931. Welcome back to The Poll. Sunny ESPN, Wichita, 92.3 FM. Coming up in hour number two, Andy Reid Audio. We also have Brian Haney, voice of the Kansas Jayhawks, and we have Terry Franz with Cars for Heroes. Should be a great hour number two. Wanted to throw this out there after seeing it on the text line, 316-247-0923. Welcome to Raider Nation, Pat. Just because I like Antonio Pierce doesn't mean I'm turning into a Raider. Let's not get it twisted now, all right? I do think, though, it would be kind of funny if if you were to ask Chiefs fans, what would you who would you rather become a fan of? The Raiders or the Broncos? There you go, Jack. If you were forced to give up your Chiefs fandom and you had to be a Raiders fan or a Broncos fan, who would you go with? Those are my only two options. Those are your only two options. Oh God. Um See, my answer, I think, would be Raiders. And I think that's just because of just there's passion. And I know it's <laughs> maybe it's a little bit misguided and maybe not going to the right area, but I at least see it. With Broncos fans, I feel like it's like, hey, we're good. You know, they, it's a little bit different, but I'd probably say Raiders. I'd probably become a Raider fan before I became a Bronco fan. I don't even know if I like. I want to say it over the air. I don't want to be close to this. I, <laughs> you don't. You don't want to. You don't want it out there. In the, I. I honestly don't world. know if I could give you an answer, Pat. I, I'm being <laughs> like I. I don't think I can even get it out of me. I don't think I can. I can't. I actually no. I'm. I'm definitive now. I can't give you an answer. It can't. It, that can't come out of my body. No. Okay, fine. Well, that's one of the three questions I had here. So you fill fill in the rest. Give me that two a, two other questions. That's a good that's one. That's a though. damn good one. I'll I'll give you that. Um, man. See if I yeah. if I throw in the Chargers, it's an easy answer. You say yeah. you say Chargers in a heartbeat. I'd but be, that's why I had to say Raiders or Broncos mm -hmm. because no. it's it's a decision. <laughs> you rather yeah. rather rather grab a gun and and call it good. You rather stop watching the NFL. That's what you would rather. Probably, stop doing. yeah. No, I can't. I I just don't know if I could do it. I, I don't know if I could. I don't <laughs> think my family would be happy, or or people that know me would be happy if I had that clip somewhere out there in the in the radio world. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do uh, okay. it. Okay, we don't want to. We don't want to subject Jack to blackmail here no. on the show. So no, I they, guess we'll we'll let it ride. That's out there in the universe. Well, my questions are going to be involved on college basketball. 
this upcoming weekend. So question number one, will Kansas win the Big 12 outright, tie, or not win it at all? Man, that is a good one. I I don't, speaking of not having an answer, <laughs> I don't know. We'll learn a lot on Saturday. If they beat Houston at home, I do think that there's a chance at an outright. If they lose to Houston on Saturday, still a chance of getting a share of the Big 12 crown. If they lose to Houston and K-State, it's done. They ain't going to get a share. So that's how I'm viewing it. I would think that in these games, isn't there an insane stat about Bill Self hosting AP top five teams? He has what? Isn't he nineteen and one at home? I think it's something like that. Um, it's something mm-hmm. silly and ridiculous, which is why it's Bill Self. That's why you don't doubt Bill Self and the Jayhawks. I just worry about Kevin McCuller and how healthy he truly is. And then you have to go to K-State. That is the perfect opportunity for the Wildcats to really get out of this funk. So right now I would say a share of the Big 12 title. That would be my gut feeling. But it very well could change after Saturday and Monday. That's a good one, though, because there are other teams I think you can go with, and I don't think it would be the wrong answer. All right, what's your second question? Question number two. (laughs) With the way things look right now, does Kansas State make the NCAA tournament? Yeah, that's the other one. And the answer I would say is no. Right now, I don't feel like K-State is an NCAA tournament team. Jerome Tang feels like all you got to do is just get the nine wins and you're in. Uh, Sure, but I still just I look at their overall body of work, and it does make me wonder. So I'll say no as of right now. And lastly, does UConn or Purdue get the number one overall seed in the NCAA tournament? Ooh, I go UConn. I go UConn. Purdue had had what forty two free throw attempts compared to eight 46. for Northwestern. Forty six, yeah, even worse. And they only won by a bucket. <laughs> so I like to think Purdue is probably more prone to getting an getting upset compared to UConn. Which is crazy because Kansas got a big win over UConn in the regular season. All righty. That does it for a three-question Thursday. Hey, Shocker fans, I want to give away our final pair of tickets for Wichita State and UTSA coming up on Wednesday at 630. If you want to go, be the second caller, 316-669-4996. 316-669-4996. Shockers and Roadrunners, Wednesday, February 7th at Coke Arena, 6.30 tip. Come join us. It's our day at Coke Arena. 316-669-4996. Hour number two when we come back here on The Pulse. Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton.